Broadcasting from deep inside the Red Frog Pub aboard the maiden voyage of the Carnival Magic, this is Cruise Radio. In the Mediterranean Sea, somewhere between Monte Carlo and Barcelona, I'm Matt Basford. And I'm Doug Parker. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Facebook and our YouTube channel at cruiseradio.net. Want to highlight some of the ports we've hit, actually all of them, quite frankly. First, we hit Dubrovnik, Croatia. We went on to the uh, into the city, and I, I, probably one of my favorite places. Some incredible views along the coast, lots of uh, cliffs and rocks and, and waves crashing against them. We saw the ancient city walls, mm-hmm. ate at a really nice, quaint restaurant, had some amazing wine. I had no idea that Croatia uh, had some really great wine, but really a, a cool, interesting, very, very old city. Then we went to Sicily, and... Uh, toured around the city, a bit touristy, but still uh, a lot of fun. From there, it was Naples, which a very, very busy city in the immediate port area. Well, you were there, Doug. Yeah, I was going to say, Naples is a lot of trash in the area and a lot of graffiti, but as you make your way away from the pier and more inland, it gets cleaned up a little bit and some gorgeous castles, too. And this may sound cliche, but great pizza and great wine there, too. Oh, yeah. From there, it was Civitavecchia, Italy, and uh, which is outside of Rome. And if you've never been, you gotta do Rome. Uh, The Colosseum, all the ruins, it's definitely something you have got to experience once in your life. Mm-hmm. Next, we went to Livorno, Italy, where we checked out the Leaning Tower of Pisa, which is, um, it, was, it was very touristy, but still cool. I've seen it all my life in textbooks. It was cool to see it up close in person. There were actually two excursions that day. You could have the choice of going to Florence, which is beautiful, yes, or Pisa. Then it was off to Monte Carlo, which sadly we could not visit because the weather was so bad, uh, we couldn't make it into the port, we couldn't even anchor and tenderboat in, so that was really disappointing. Yeah, the captain sent us a letter actually, says, we're sorry to say, due to strong winds, the port authority in Monaco has closed the port, therefore we are forced to cancel our call into Monaco today. We will proceed directly to Barcelona for our scheduled arrival tomorrow. They also gave us back thirteen sixty-five in port taxes per person. <laughs> All right. So, But uh, another fun day at sea, and now we're headed to Barcelona, where the cruise will come to an end. Let's get right to our first interview. We have John Diner, managing editor of Cruise Critic. John, welcome to Cruise Radio. How does the Carnival Magic compare to other ships you've been on? Uh, actually, this is the uh, fifth cruise I've been on in six uh. months, and uh, it's been by far the most fun. What do you think about the food? It's great. Have you done the new specialty restaurants? Of course, the uh, the Cucina del Capitano, the Captain's Kitchen, the Italian cuisine is very uh, new. Of course, it's a new addition in the uh, Prime Steakhouse. That is not new, right? But it's still very good nonetheless. What do you think of those? Uh, we love the uh, Cucina. And uh, actually, I like the way you say Cucina del Capitano. Cucina del Capitano. Another new addition on the ship is the Red Frog Pub. What do you think about that? Love it, man. We've been closed it a couple of times, at least most of the times. Uh, I think it's a great addition. Love the vibe, love the decoration. The food's great, too. We found out that Anheuser-Busch brews the beer. And uh, and speaking of the beer, Thirsty Frog Red is their signature beer here on the ship. What do you think about the beer? Beer's fantastic. Uh, we were there when the first keg drained, and uh, we're going to be there. Because you were responsible for it. We were responsible for it, yeah. <laughs> you have a balcony room, yeah. right? We have a balcony room, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cabins are great. has everything we need. How would you describe the overall feel or vibe in regards to the decor, uh, I think it's over the top, but it's fun. It's it's not uh, as garish as other ships. Sure. Uh, and, but um, once you get used to it, it's 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 like home. The sky course, the waterworks, all that stuff, which you've done. Yeah. What'd you think of that new addition for the ship? Pretty cool. You like it? Yeah. Uh, both scared the <laughs> out of me. Uh, yeah. 
can I can I say on the radio? Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I mean the, the sky course looks looks pretty harmless, but um, uh, Doug here lapped me twice on it while I was was trying to make my way through it. And then the, the went down the twister the other day too, which was a lot faster than I thought it was going to be. On a lot of these ships, you you find areas of like areas of mass congestion. We call it where there's gridlocks and stuff like that. And did you find any on this ship? We've only found one place. Uh, that's at uh, dinner time at the Lido Marketplace buffet. I mean, that's the only place I found. So. Yeah, I think uh, when it comes to port time, I think they move it along pretty good. Yeah. Embarkation was pretty simple, too. Eager to see what it's going to be like getting off the ship tomorrow. Did you know over the next year, stateroom stewards on the Carnival Magic will go through over 2 million pieces of individual chocolates and create more than 600,000 towel animals? Have you been dreaming lately about a romantic tropical cruise to the Caribbean? Cruise one. Or how about a breathtaking scenic cruise to Alaska? Cruise one. Or how about the Mexican Riviera? Or Cancun? Cousin. Or New England? Or Canada? Or Italy? Or Greece? Or the Far East? Or how about a cruise around the whole world? Cruise one. Got a dream vacation for you. Cruise one. Let us send you on your way. Cruise one. Number one in cruising nationwide. Cruise One has more than 550 cruise specialists nationwide ready to help you plan your dream cruise. And speaking with a local Cruise One expert is as easy as calling toll-free 1-800-CRUISE and the number one. That's 1-800-CRUISE-1 or find us online at cruiseone.com. Number one in cruising nationwide. Cruise One, yeah, Cruise One. Each episode, we give you Porthole Cruise Magazine's Pick of the Week. If your upcoming cruise leaves from or visits Baltimore, Maryland, chances are you're going to be searching for the area's best crab cakes. In that case, make your way to Fadley Seafood in the historic Lexington Market. Family-owned and operated since 1886, Fadley's serves its cook-to-order award-winning jumbo lump crab cakes at a stand-up lunch counter. The handmade crab cakes go great with the onion rings, or you can order from the raw bar menu, which features prime oysters that come straight from the James River. Even if you don't find yourself in the Chesapeake Bay area in the near future, you can always order the crab cakes for next day shipping. They come made to order and are shipped fresh, not frozen. Check out the details at FadeLeesCrabCakes.com and go to LexingtonMarket.com to see the market's upcoming events, as well as what other fresh food stalls you'll find there. Here we have Katie and Gary, Gary and Katie. And Katie, you are with the UK News of the World. Mm-hmm. I am indeed. And uh, Gary, you were the Echo newspaper in Essex. That's right, yeah. That's yeah, y'all are both uh, obviously uh, living in Essex. And I understand now this is y'all's very first cruise. Yeah, no, we've never ever been on a cruise before. In fact, none of our friends have and none of our family have. That's insane. Why, um, why is that? I think it's just not really something that's on the, uh, the English map, really. People just don't tend to do cruises. And if they do... You tend to think of people that are, you know, quite old, and and that's about it, really. Well, that's what I want to talk about, because um, a lot of uh, what we try to do at Cruise Radio is break down the misconceptions of cruising, because people have these crazy ideas, like you just said, that they're for old people, or maybe it's too expensive. Any other misconceptions that y'all had? Um, just that it would be really um, posh as well, that people would be like dressed up to the nines every single minute of the day. You'd have to have like a, a Gary would need a bow tie every night for dinner and, and that kind of thing. So again, that's not really been the case here at all. I didn't know what to expect at all really, but um, I've been more than pleasantly surprised. And uh, as Katie was saying, there is a bit of a, a, a well, it's, it's not so much a stigma as in that no one under the, I don't know of anyone under the age of, 
probably 60 who's even mentioned a cruise, let alone gone on one. It's just not in the mindset of the uh, of the generation and the, you know of quite a few generations. So, and the, and the sea days, as they're known, are. Uh, are excellent as well because obviously that's just a real day to chill out that you don't sort of factor in you think you're going to be running around uh, different towns all the time but actually there's plenty of time to to relax and that's what makes it so, such a good all-round holiday. Tell me specifically um, what you do for each of your outfits. Uh, UK News of the World, Katie, what do you what, what do you write? Um, well, I'm actually, the uh, News of the World has a magazine um, which comes with it called Fabulous and I'm their website editor. So I basically edit everything for the site. Um, I do a whole load of how-to videos, literally how to be fabulous in yeah. every aspect of your life. And uh, yeah, literally just do oversee lots of videos, <laughs> Uh, put all the copy that's in the magazine on the site and make it all pretty fabulous. So, and people can uh, see your latest work uh, where? What site? Uh, if they go to fabulousmag.co.uk, that's where, um, well, that's the site that I edit. So they'll find everything on there. And Gary, for the Echo newspaper in Essex, uh, what do you do specifically and where can they find you? Well, I'm, I'm the news editor there and I'm sort of over, we've got three editions of the paper, um, which comes out uh, five days a week, Monday to Friday. I've also got an excellent website. Um, you can log on to that on echo-news.co.uk. Um, and basically, I, I, I oversee the, um, the editorial side of things every day. Uh, we've got about 20 reporters who work across the three, uh, the three editions. Um, yeah, that's basically it. Thanks so much for being on Cruise Radio. No worries. Thanks for having us. Thanks very much. Enjoyed it. For more interviews and behind-the-scenes footage, check out Cruise Radio Premium content at cruiseradio.net. Happy to have once again from Gadling.com, travel writer Chris Owen. Welcome back to Cruise Radio. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. What's going on? (laughs) Clearly indicative of all the partying we've been experiencing aboard the Carnival Magic. So since we are in the Mediterranean doing the nine-night cruise and it's been uh, incredible, what would you say to those people who've always wanted to go to Europe and travel abroad, but were afraid to because of all the uh, stuff happening around the world? Well, they didn't want to go for a good reason, rightfully so. There's a lot of political unrest and bad things happening around. You hear about pirates and all sorts of things like that. And it makes people wonder and, and, and be cautionary to traveling abroad. But one of the neat things about doing with a cruise is they can easily move that ship away from the harm and just modify the itinerary that they're on and keep you safe. Now, you've sailed on the Carnival Dream before. What differences have you seen between the Dream and this ship? More space, uh, more uh, emphasis on adult-only areas. The Red Frog Pub, well, you know, that's that's got to be the major attraction. Sure. Did you notice, remember on the Dream, they had the Jazz Club in the back of Deck 5, and they took the Dream out, that's where the Prime Steakhouse now sits, which I thought was interesting, uh, a design concept. Also, did you think this ship was more subdued as far as decor goes compared to the Dream? Yeah. Uh, first of all, that moving the Steakhouse down uh, from the traditional Steakhouse perch way up high on the ship down to the level where people will see it more and have it more accessible was brilliant. Um, it, it's as though they put a new another restaurant there. I said to myself, oh, they put another restaurant, but then I thought, oh, no, no, it's the steakhouse. It's, yeah. it's down here now. But that, that was cool. And um, yeah, I think the decor was a lot more subdued uh, than, than what you'd normally think of for a carnival ship with the glitzy, Vegasy sort of stuff. They've been kind of getting away from that recently and uh this one reminds me a lot of carnival legend which is more subdued the one with the urn collection lots of uh, that's where the art 
emphasis seemed to come from. When you walk into the atrium, it's, it almost seems like a contemporary New York hotel to me. Because you've traveled to New York hotels so often. I'm a very fancy kind of guy. Yeah. I have to say this is by far my favorite Carnival ship, and not just because it's the brand new one. It just in so many ways, all the aforementioned uh, reasons, it's uh, definitely my favorite. And it wouldn't be complete without the Sky Course and the, the new water park and all that up there, too. That is very cool. You don't see that on a lot of other ships. The 150 feet above sea level, climbing on ropes and balance beams and nets, making your way through an obstacle course. That's that's not seen out there right now. No, a two level, even a two level miniature golf is 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 kind of a different thing. But uh, yeah, I like those new features, and I like that they're not dominating the whole experience. Like, uh, oh look, we can um, take off a jet airplane from the back of the ship right. or something like that. Uh, it, it's, it fits in real nicely. Well, I think it's nice because it makes uh, working off all that all-you-can-eat buffet stuff a little bit more fun. Yeah, and speaking of food, there is a lot more food options, too, I've noticed. You notice in the plaza, there's there's food options there as well to kind of pull from the Lido deck. The quality of the food has mm-hmm. uh, been really good uh, in every everything i've had has been what it should what it should have been it was is very tasty good stuff travel writer for gadling.com mr chris owen is always a great pleasure to have you here on cruise radio can i go back to the red rock pub now <laughs> i'm not so sure you need to this is a cruise radio special edition avoid the carnival magic what do you think of this ship uh, I think it's beautiful. It's a little big, but I really like the outdoor spaces. The kids have had a great time on the sports square. Uh, they've loved the ropes course, and uh, we've liked kind of uh, walking around the course, uh, the Vita course, while they're up on the uh, ropes course. Being the inaugural, it's really nice to uh, know that you're like the first to walk barefoot on the carpet in your cabin, isn't it? It has been nice, yes. Yeah. I agree with that. And the robes, I know no one else has worn them. How about you? What do you think o- overall with the ship? My favorite thing on the ship is the fried chicken. <laughs> yeah. Try and describe in detail the whole vibe of the of the uh, Red Frog Pub. What I like about it is the casual nature of it, and you can be inside and you're in a Caribbean pub, and then you can go outside on deck, and it's just a beautiful space, and you can watch the world go by, you can watch other ships go by. It's just, again, very Caribbean. It's going to do great down there in the Caribbean, and can't say enough about that space and we've been in a lot of pubs at sea over the years. My favorite part of the ship is coming back from port and feeling comfortable knowing that I'm familiar with this space even though I'm not familiar with Europe. This is my first time to Europe. So I feel safe, comfortable. There's a familiarity about it? Absolutely. The familiarity about getting back on a carnival ship after being someplace that I haven't been before. Because clearly you've sailed uh, on carnival a lot. Yes. Okay, so then how does it uh, compare? What's what's, uh, different and exciting about this new magic? The magic of magic is the way they've used the space. It's very comfortable. It's um, not too neon and it's understated, comfortable. If I didn't see the big smokestack on the back knowing that it was a carnival, I would never guess it's a carnival ship. It's very well laid out. It's not as um, um, ostentatious as the other ships are. It's it's beautifully designed. It's very, it has a real great flow to it. And um, I'm, I'm really impressed with it. I really am. There's a lot of 
really good places you can just go and hide away if you want. Or if you want to interact, there's a lot of good places to be social. Um, it's very kid-friendly and it's really nice because they have a lot of great things for the kids to do on their own and the parents can go and have fun. You don't have to worry about the kids. Um, I think that young people can have fun. I think that old people can have fun. I think it's a very well adapted, good range of quality of people that can actually have a really good time on the trip. He is from Essex and he is the senior cruise director. Mr. John Heald, welcome to Cruise Radio. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes, senior meaning old. <laughs> First of all, tell us a little bit about yourself. This is actually my 25th year with Carnival Cruise Lines. I started uh, as a, a bar waiter. I answered a, an ad in a, in a magazine in London for summer staff uh, for Carnival Cruise Lines. And after about three weeks, they realized I didn't know the difference between a pina colada and a, and a strawberry daiquiri and uh, fired me and gave me a microphone and said, try and be a social host. And here I am 25 years later. As a senior cruise director, what does the launch of a new ship mean to you? It's a huge privilege. This is uh, new ship number 12 for me. And each time it means that you're, you're part of the legacy of the ship. You're the person that set the goals, the standards, and, and sets the tone. So for me, it's a big deal. Um, we have a lot of new management at Carnival, and their expectations have uh, changed some of the ways that I've been thinking over the years, and that's a, a really, really good thing. Uh, we're all thinking out of uh, the box. And um, for this particular delivery, it's meant a lot of new challenges, which uh, I've truly enjoyed. How does the entertainment differ from the Mediterranean as opposed to the Caribbean, is, or if there is any? Yeah, the acts uh, that we fly in, we have what we call fly-in entertainers, and they will fly in, they will do their shows, and a couple of days later they will leave and someone else will come. We have two groups of entertainment on here. The entertainers you're seeing in the main stage, uh, we saw uh, Karen Granger and Marcus Anthony so far. Uh, we flew them in um, through an agent that we're using in the UK, um, so they only have a short the distance to fly there they're within uh, the uh, the european area but the comedians you're seeing in our punchline a comedy club they're part of our u.s pool the one major difference is we do look at the demographics of the guests and we do try and, uh, and include as much visual uh, entertainment and as much musical entertainment as we can that's going to span the different demographics i guess the biggest problem obviously is the uh we're getting lost in translation with the comedians and the comic shows yeah that's right the punchline are, uh, is really um, based for North American crowd right. although in a couple of weeks we have over 1,000 fellow Brits sailing so I've got uh, three British comedians coming on as well for that cruise. What can passengers who haven't sailed on this ship yet what can they expect? I think before we talk about the actual uh, the specifics I think just the, the feel of the ship before we've had just the one architect and he's had uh, uh, free uh, range to do you know whatever he wants and um, some of the architecture on here is still his and it's it's absolutely fabulous but we've also got a second architect company that we're using uh, out of Germany and uh, they've done some subtle changes so you go from the, the bright flash Vegas of the casino to the more um, comfortable colours of the Red Frog pub so as an, from an architecture point of view it's definitely a different feel for the ship the new areas the Red Frog pub uh, you know as I've walked around that's stealing the show it, and, and, it, and it surprises me I knew it'd be popular but nowhere near as popular as it is every guest I speak to has said how fun it is they love the music they love the food they love the ambience so the Red Frog pub is definitely uh, the number one and just behind it Cucina you'll enjoy the Italian style uh, family fun and fast service that we have
have there. And of course, the outdoor spaces, uh, you've got the sports square with the rope swing course and you've got the, an outdoor something called, let me look at my notes, something called a gym. I really, <laughs> no clue what that is, but I'll have to, do you have any idea? I've heard of the legend of the gymnasium, yeah. but no, not too familiar. No, me neither, not heard of that one, but there's a gym there. And of course the rope swing course, yesterday we had a day at sea, over 300 people did the rope swing course, and that's of all ages. And we are actually keeping a, a mark on the, on, on the oldest, the oldest so far 74 years old. What's the most ridiculous question a passenger has ever asked you? My all-time favorite, it goes way, way, way back. What do you do with the ice carvings after they've melted? What do y'all do with those? <laughs> we put it in a bottle and we sell it to you for three ninety-five. <laughs> he is the senior cruise director aboard the brand spanking new Carnival Magic, Mr. John Heal. Thank you so much for being with us on Cheers, Cruise guys. Radio. Good luck to you both. Thank you. If you missed any part of the show or want to hear more, go to cruiseradio.net and click on Radio Channel. Or go to iTunes and search Cruise Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio. Every week we like to try and save you a little bit of cash thanks to cruisesforless.com. We are seriously having a blast aboard the Carnival Magic and you can too. Cruise in Europe on the new Carnival Magic 7 to 12 night Mediterranean cruises from Barcelona. You can book a balcony stateroom from as low as $11.99 and get $100 onboard spending cash. Here's a couple more deals for the Magic. A 16 night transatlantic cruise Barcelona to Galveston. Balcony started from just $12.79 plus $100 onboard spending cash or you could choose a seven night Caribbean sailing once the ship actually gets into Galveston balconies from $7.29 and get $50 onboard spending cash there as well. These offers are valid for balcony staterooms and above on any seven night or longer cruise sailing May 15th of this year through December 31st of 2012 when you book by May 13th 2011. That's two weeks only and as far as I'm concerned a balcony is the only way to cruise. These balconies on the Magic are amazing. You can book by phone right now. Call 888-973-SHIP 888-973-7447 Call now and ask for promo code Radio Magic. That'll do it for this week. Next week, I'll be broadcasting from Holland America's Rotterdam down in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. While I suffer back in the studio. You're so good at that. I know. Don't forget, we're on the Stitcher Radio Network. You can find that on your smartphone store, on your iPhone, Blackberry, Droids, all that good stuff. It's a free download. Just search for Stitcher Radio Network and Cruise Radio. I must say, we put together a lot of cool videos this past week, so mm -hmm. definitely check them out on our YouTube channel or our Facebook page. Find out more at CruiseRadio.com. Net. Don't forget about Cruise Radio Premium content. Hear all the unedited interviews and shenanigans we do behind the scenes. <laughs> just go to cruiseradio.net and click on Premium Content. There's also tomfoolery, not just shenanigans. Yes, a lot of that too. Between Monte Carlo and Barcelona in the Mediterranean, I'm Matt Basford. And I'm Doug Parker. And this is Cruise Radio. Special thanks to Tim Gallagher, Jennifer De La Cruz, Vance Gullickson, Joyce Oliva, Laurie Mail, and all the hardworking folks back in Miami at Carnival Corporate for making this broadcast possible. Thanks for listening to Cruise Radio. For information on how your company can reach over 100,000 travel enthusiasts a week, email sales at cruiseradio.net. Find Cruise Radio on iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Just search Cruise Radio. I'm your announcer.